Hi there, and thank you for tuning in to The Social Circus, where every week we dive into a variety of topics covering social media, mindset, and how to run your business. I hope that you enjoy today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Social Circus. I am your host, Sarah Thompson, and this week I'm thrilled to have a special guest, my friend Melissa from Little Biz. Welcome, Melissa. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to have you on today because we're talking about a topic that I think a lot of people are going to relate to. But before we dive in and start our conversation, I would love you to share, and I know this is going to be an interesting one because you have multiple businesses. I would I always ask people what inspired them to start their business. So um, if you want to wind back to whenever your first business was, I'm hoping you weren't five and that won't be too long a story, but um, maybe you can tell everyone what do you do now and please share all your businesses and kind of what inspired you along the way to start those. Okay, so um, if I go back to the beginning, um, so I was, so we were back in full-time employment, um, so working in a small family business, um, which was not actually our family business that for hubby's parents, yes. um, it was a different one. So Dave was technician and I was doing admin um, and we were just living week to week, you know, like when you <laughs> get to the end of the week and you're like, oh, I got no money left. Yes. Um, <laughs> and, but I had a real desire. So our church was very missions based and mm-hmm. they were supporting different mission type organizations. And um, I had such a desire to like be able to put into these these mission type works like the missionaries oh, wow. are coming over you know to be able to give them some money mm-hmm. um and but we had no money <laughs> I was like, that's gonna make it hard <laughs> yeah and so I'd been um contemplating for quite a while you know like what do we do um you know I, I want to be able to do this but we need to make a bit of extra money to do that and we were on our first family holiday in Bali. Uh, we usually holidayed in like Malaysia and stuff like that. But it was our first time in Bali. I had an 11-month-old little girl and um, we're walking along and I find this beanbag shop and I'm just like, oh, my goodness, these are so cool. So, And I love <laughs> beanbags. So I was like, these are coming home with me. Um, and it wasn't until, so the first shop, you know how it's like ridiculously hot in Bali. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, I am not carrying <laughs> these bean bags everywhere because we would, we had just left for the day. So I was like, okay, I'm going to come back and I'm going to buy some bean bags. Um, but as we were off wandering for the day, um, we found another bean bag shop. And so we went in there and we kind of had a sit down and had a, the owner got chatting to us about how um, he had a guy in uh, Sydney, I think it was, who bought the beanbags and sold them in Australia. Ooh. And I was like, oh, oh, that's very interesting. Um, and so, you know, I was getting like prices off him, like, okay, so if I was to do that, how much would it be and how much is shipping to Australia, you know, how much, you know, all of this stuff. And um, so, yeah, we... I then went back to the hotel room and I got on the Google and I was just checking to see what sort of the market was in Australia for outdoor bean bags and, you know, things like that. And so I, by the end of that holiday, I had decided that I was going to be selling outdoor bean bags in Australia, so importing them and selling them. Um, and I had prices and I'd even found a name, outdoor bean bags. Um, <laughs> it was like it Very was creative. So cool. I love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so descriptive. 
Um, and that's how I started. So, you know, a couple of display bean bags. Again, we had like next to no money. So I literally bought home three bean bags. Um, you know, filled them, took some pictures, made my own website. Um, and yeah, went from there. I had no experience with building websites, no experience mm-hmm. on how to run a business. Um, uh, cause I'd come from a corporate background and then into a small business and yeah, this is how I started. And so that was many years ago now, cause your 11 month old is now, how old is she? Your daughter? 12. <laughs> 12. So that's like, like you've been running that business, which you still have going to this day, don't you? I do. It is still going to this day. So we've been through many ups and downs. Yes. Um, but yeah, I've I've been through two suppliers. Right. Um, the first one was not very good, um, and I learned a lot. It's just that yes. Um, so yeah. So, so you kind of cut your teeth on your first business, the outdoor bean bags, and learnt lots along the way, and. Um, excitingly obviously taught yourself how to build a website which is no mm. small feat and so then what was your next venture that you had and oh, can I just ask did that allow you then to start making contributions to the missions as you were dreaming of yes um, so the re- the whole premise behind the business was that um, a portion of the profits would go directly to missions work um, and over the years I've been on four missions trips um, wow. that I've, I've um, been able to take myself on. Mm-hmm. Um, but also I've been able to give money to those causes that, um, you know, that that were close to my heart. I was able to take, um, I took $1,000 Aussie dollars over to South Africa, one of the missions trips, mm-hmm. and I was just waiting to see what I was doing with it. So I, I was like, okay, I've, I've got the money. And we'll see. And I ended up giving it to a campaign called I'm Precious to Jesus. And they um, minister to women and children who have been um, sexually assaulted in the townships. Wow. Um, and with that donation, they were starting a new program called the Righteous Men Assemblies. Um, and that resonated with me because um, I know this is probably going a little off topic. No, I love I, it. I'm so, this is, in, no, please keep going. <laughs> um, I was abused growing up um, yeah. for several years. Um, so it was really, um, it really resonated with me that they were then going into the communities because when I went over, I thought that these men were rotten people, like that they were horrible and they were awful and they were evil um, because they were doing this to women and children. What I learned whilst I was over there is it's a cultural thing that is being taught right from when they're little and it's a rite of passage in their culture. Wow. Um, so these boys, this is what they're being taught. They don't know any different, like that no. it's wrong. Wow. Um, so that for me, like, really, I was like, oh, that's, you know, that's that's terrible that that's what they're being taught. And mm. um, so they were starting up a new incentive, which was the Righteous Men Assemblies, and they were going into the communities and into the schools and teaching the men that this is not how you treat women. This is not how you treat people. Um, wow. and it was, it was very cool. Like it was really cool for me to be part of that and to be, mm-hmm. to be able to give them that seed money to go oh. and, and do that ministry. So, so, so your dream and vision, and I, I love this because I think that so many of us imagine that we need to do 
to wait till we get to something like oh, when I'm a, when I'm a millionaire I'm going to start donating to charities and when I, and actually your goal was always from day one I'm starting this business because I want to give back from the start that was your vision yeah. oh I love it yeah. oh yeah. thank you for sharing that that's absolutely it's so inspiring so that was your vision and mission with the outdoor beanbags which it seemingly does not seem like that would be a thing but you obviously had that big picture that that's what it was going to do and so as I said that's still running 10 years odd later and so what was yeah. your next um dalliance into entrepreneurship <laughs> so in between that um we went on to work for Dave's family business we were seconded over there mm-hmm. um and we were you know, trained up in that. Um, And then we started our own sort of branch of that, Mm -hmm. uh, which was in another big box retailer. Um, And through that, we did uh, business coaching. Wow. And so obviously I had this tiny little micro business (laughs) that I built from scratch and I had literally done everything in. And then all of a sudden I've been introduced to the world of business coaching that I could not afford as a tiny little micro business I couldn't afford those services um and I had this realization like hang on like I could actually take some of the principles that we're being taught and I can dumb down is probably not the right word but you know what I mean like customize it right down so that the small businesses and the micro businesses can use this information they can grow and then they can then get themselves to a point where they can engage a business coach or you know get get some coaching of that caliber Mm -hmm. it was like a catch-22 sort of situation like you needed the coaching to grow but you didn't have the finances to get the coaching to grow so I started uh, what's called Little Biz Foundations, mm-hmm. and that's actually where that came from. Yeah. Um, and I ran a few workshops. Um, so, and I, and I called the business Little Biz. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, missed that important piece of information. I, um, I introduced you as that. You're all good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so that was in 2018 that I started that. And literally I was running these workshops around my kitchen table. Mm-hmm. Um, and around like there was at a friend's um, outdoor setting you know we did a couple of workshops so um, and that was really cool but one of the things that I was noticing so much in that small business space is that they were paying ridiculous amounts of money for websites um, that either looked terrible or (laughs) they didn't have control over um, they didn't know how to use them or and their web developers either retained access so that they didn't get access to change that which we experienced with the business that we were running um Mm -hmm. hubby and I um we weren't allowed to get on and make any changes at all and that frustrated me because I'm I'm a tinkerer um and and I I think also those days of that because obviously um we used to offer web design in our business and like 10 15 years ago a web designer did build your website and they did retain control and you paid them every time you wanted to change a word but that has like 2018 that's long gone and so the the web developers that operate under that premise are in real jeopardy of losing any kind of future business because it's just not people know better now don't they yeah, they do. And, um, you know, it's changed a lot. So from building my website for outdoor beanbags, you know, that was that was really tricky. Um, we didn't have these cool page builders that we have now. Um, and mm. it was really difficult to work out how you get in there to put the information where it was supposed to go, like in these Definitely. different themes. 
um, and you were restricted to themes. Um, but yes, I was just noticing that there was a lot of small business owners that were really struggling or their web designer had gone missing in action. Like they build their <laughs> website and then they disappeared and then yes. they're stuck because they don't know what they're doing. They have no, you know, they've got no training on how to do it. They just want to go do what they need to do, but they've got services or prices or addresses that need updating on their website and they don't know how to do it. Oh. So I was um, a funny story. Uh, I was on, you know, scrolling on Facebook and up popped a post saying, I'm looking for a WordPress expert. And it was just a lady up in Two Rocks. And um, I saw it and went, I'm not an expert. And I kept scrolling, right? And I didn't think anything of it. The next, I think two days later, I'm scrolling Facebook and it's popped up again. And there is no comments on it. Wow. Oh, this poor lady. (laughs) (laughs) So I jumped on and I, and I just said to her, hey, I'm not an expert, but I do run my own uh, e-commerce website. Um, do you want me to jump in and see if I can help you? Um, and she just had some issues with the, ship, the shipping set up. It was um, not calculating the shipping properly. So I jumped in there. Um, she gave me the, all her credentials to log in. Like that was very brave of her, by the way. Like, looking Yes. <laughs> she must have been like super desperate. Um and, you know, I jumped in, I, I did it all, I fixed it all for her and she's like, oh, how much can I pay you? And I'm like, no, nothing. Like I don't, this isn't my business. Like this isn't what I do. Like I was just helping you out. And um, she's like, what do you drink? So she ended up bringing around six bottles of my favourite bubbles. Um, <laughs> payment. And that was kind of my point where I went, I could do this. Like, I, could actually, I could do this. Um, and from... I think one of my groups that I was in on the Tuesday, I'm like, so this is what I'm going to do now. <laughs> Friday, I'd been introduced to a guy who was running a um, conference. Yep. Needed a website being built. And I all of a sudden am building his website and I've been invited to go speak on stage at the event. Like it was in like less than a month. Wow. Um, and so, yeah, within, within six weeks of, you know, me saying, you know, oh, yeah, I can help you with this to saying, yeah, I'm going to do website stuff to like, you know, the conference and then I'm on stage like talking to people. That's like, insane. And, and and kind of like you can almost say and the rest is history because now you're a very well-known in Perth WordPress web developer and also do those Little Biz Foundations courses and obviously have all your other businesses running. <laughs> I know. So then in um, during COVID, I was like, oh, I really want some leggings. So I found some leggings, <laughs> brushed polyester leggings. <laughs> I'm like, oh, these are cool. They had like these words on them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I like those. And I just wanted to buy more, but I couldn't find any more. So then that led me down uh, a little rabbit hole. And then I ended up designing my own my own leggings and doing those as active wear. And then I was like, oh, these are a bit too hard. And then I found out that they sold the brushed polyester leggings, which is what I wanted in the first place. And I bought a whole pile of those designs and then I was selling those. Um, <laughs> and then I met you. Um, 
And he was like, now you might need to just focus on one thing. Yes. <laughs> and then the rest was history. Yes. Um, yeah, because you were the one who really got me to focus down on the website side because, yeah, I really was as much as I'm multi-passionate and I am still doing the outdoor beanbags, I am still doing the Melly Moo because I'm just trying to get rid of that stock now, um, you know, being able to focus on one um, mm-hmm. yep. really did help make a difference to really just get me on the, the train tracks. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And and But to be fair, you still have lots of prongs within Little Beers as well. Like you still have lots of different aspects of the services that you offer. So the interesting yeah. thing is you actually never set out to have multiple businesses, did you? No. <laughs> they just kind of came along the way. And I guess um, a question I'm sure we all must wonder is, did you feel like they were all the right decisions at the time? Oh, totally. Yeah, definitely. Um, and even letting go, like I was like my um, I had some issues with my Melly Moo website um, mm-hmm. and I was like, right, that's it. I'm closing it down. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, oh, but but I like it. But I, yes. <laughs> yeah. So I worked on it and I got it back up and running. Um, so it is still running. Um, but it is, yeah, I never set out to do that. I just, I tend to be a little bit of a bright, shiny. Uh, oh, look at that. Um, I think many of us who are entrepreneurs can relate to that because I think that's one of the reasons we often go into business is because there are things that excite us that we want to pursue that we just can't do in a normal confines of a job like this is what you're here to do and it's like that looks fun over there (laughs) so um and we should all just mention as a side note your husband also has a business (laughs) we did buy a business for him um last the April last year so 2022 um and yes so I'm also helping him with that um Mm -hmm. I have had to put my put in some boundaries with that um, and I do charge him too. Oh, good. <laughs> I love that. So having multiple businesses, is it a question of um, how do you allocate your time? I'm quite interested in this because um, I struggle just to run my one business and I'm fascinated that you seem from the outside looking in, it looks like you do all of them pretty well, if I'm honest. So is it something where you go on oh, Mondays are Melly Moo, Tuesdays are Outdoor Bean Bags, or is it just um, do you allow yourself to run with the energy of, I don't feel that today. I'm not doing that. And I'm just going to go with this because it seems more fun. <laughs> uh, the latter, yes. <laughs> um, so the the awesome thing with outdoor beanbags is that it's, so what I've done, I've actually reduced all my stock. So I don't hold stock anymore in Perth. Um, and I'm now focusing on the more commercial businesses. So um, I've got them down at Cape Mentel Winery for their movies um, I've got them in several local councils, um, you know, different youth groups and things like that. Mm-hmm. So by being able to focus on the larger quantities and the branding, um, it means that there's less work overall yes. because I liaise with them to find out what it is that they want, how many they would like to order, create an invoice for them um, and then it all goes over to my supplier over in Bali Um, so and that's that's also been one of the things that I've made sure to keep is to keep it based in Bali Mm. Um, that was one of the that was one of my 
my big things was because, um, you know, the Balinese, you know, they don't have it too fantastic. Um, Absolutely. They, you know, they work very hard. Story. All of us Australians go over there. It's um, it, it, We are incredibly privileged to live in Australia. Oh, we sure are. Um, and, yeah, so I've... So, you know, back to that support, um, I've we've now got a Balinese orphanage type community centre yeah. <laughs> um, that I'm supporting now. So that's one of my major things that I support. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're made in Bali, they're supporting the workers in Bali, but then, you know, the the mission side is going back to Bali as well. So it's still helping them. Beautiful. Um, yeah, so which we we did very well over COVID uh, with yes. outdoor bean bags, um, and that really warmed my heart when I knew how much money was going back into their economy over there just by uh, my customers purchasing from me and me getting them made over Brilliant. there. Amazing, because that um, that absolutely decimated their economy having COVID because they rely on tourism so heavily. So. Oh my gosh, I love that you have so much heart-centered passion. So can I, I'm conscious of time and I want to ask and and you don't have to share, but is there another venture on the horizon for the multi-passionate Melissa? (laughs) At the moment, no. Um, I'm doing doing very well focusing on little bits. Mm -hmm. Uh, In saying that, there is another little project happening within little bits. (laughs) Which is great. (laughs) Yeah, so um, one of my big, uh, one of the big things that I've wanted to do is to be able to teach. And um, so I want to be able to teach people how to use their websites, how to build a website from scratch if that's what they want to do, mm-hmm. um, and just have the ability to, um, you know, just to create a hub. I guess I'm going to call it Little Biz Hub. Um, I like well, that's that. Its working name. Yes. <laughs> I think that's um, cool. But just to have a whole pile of tutorials in there on how to how to do things on your WordPress website. Um, yeah. oh, I love that. I love that. So still in there, but still in keeping. And um, do you mind if I ask, have you got any missions or any contributions planned for the future? Like if you've done four, that's amazing. Um, do you think you'll do another one? Um, so the church we're involved in, um, they are starting back their missions trips back to um, it's this orphanage in Bali. Yep. Um, and so they will be starting that up again um, probably next year. Yes. Um, and they were talking about it and I'm like, me, me, me. <laughs> I'm coming, oh. I'm coming. Oh, um, amazing. So I've already started, I've already started um, giving to them uh, as part of my giving um, from the business, but yeah, I really want to go and and do some hands and feet stuff as well. So oh, I like that. I love it. Oh, look, um, I am so so privileged to have you on my podcast, Melissa, because I love your story. I love your journey. And if I'm really honest, I'm a tiny bit envious of you because I'd love to do what you do. Is like I see things all the time. I'm like, oh, that would be super fun. But I have to be really single minded because I don't have 
my my passion goes where my attention goes and I just wouldn't be able to do what you do and I'm in, in awe that you do it so well um but to all of my listeners um please check out the show notes I will put in all of Melissa's businesses in there the links um and I will also put in a link to the orphanage in Bali if you would feel so moved to make a contribution we would be really grateful for that um Melissa thank you for coming on my podcast I've loved chatting to you and hearing more of your journey Oh, thank you so much for having me. It was, um, I was a little bit scared, but I'm very excited that I've been able to jump and say, yes, I'll come on. So good, good. Oh, my absolute pleasure. And to all of my listeners, thank you for tuning in for another week of The Social Circus. I'm always privileged that you give up your precious time and choose to listen to me and all of my beautiful guests. Um, I look forward to catching you the same time next week on The Social Circus. Thanks so much for tuning in to The Social Circus. As your host, Sarah Thompson, I am thrilled that you've chosen to spend your time hanging out with me. I would be so grateful if you could spare an extra moment to go and leave me a review on your favorite podcasting platform. And if you even felt more excited, you could share my podcast with your friends who you think would get great value from it. Thanks so much again for tuning in.